Hey, 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 hey now. Hey now. Hey there. Hi there. Hello there. Um, good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Side Friend Chronicles. This is your host, Miss Estella Labella. Um, how are you guys today? Let's let's check in. There's only two people here right now, so uh, thankfully there's at least two, right? I'm not talking into the void, um, but I can also do that, so no big deal. Um, what's up, William Lewis? Shout out to you for always being here. I appreciate you and your support. Um, Corrosive LMP, welcome. That's the first time I've seen you here. So welcome, unless you're somebody I know, and that's just like your YouTube name. Um, that's cool too. And if I don't know you, welcome, welcome, and welcome some more. Um, let's see, has anything eventful happened since last week when I talked to you guys? Um, I don't know. Let me see. I don't really have an interesting life, you guys. I am a parent. Um, I am. I am seeing somebody, so I do hang out with him. Um, what else do I do? Nothing really exciting. Um, happy birthday. How do I pronounce your name? Oh, I don't even want to. Um, she do, she do, she do. Um, happy birthday to you. Um, Keith, what's up, Keith? They might take my Mexican card away for being on time. <laughs> yeah, uh, they can. Uh, they, they've been trying to threaten me with that, that community for a really long time since I came out the womb, actually, because I have red hair. Um, what's up, Larry? Nice to see you here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, oh, tomorrow's your birthday. Are you bullshitting, Keith, or is, is that for real? Um, my son's birthday is on Saturday. He will be 13. So, a bunch of Geminis in the house, a bunch of crazy-ass Geminis. Um, nice. Happy birthday if I don't see you tomorrow. I'm assuming that Keith will um, be sending me some dad jokes tomorrow for his birthday. Maybe I should send him some for... Um, for his birthday, you know, a little, little role reversal there. Um, let's get to the topics. So I was just live on Instagram. Um, as I do, I pregame on Instagram and I had a couple of people comment some things that they want me to talk about. Um, the first thing I, I did bring this up a couple of episodes ago, but I don't think that person watched, obviously. So I'm not going to super get into it. I'm just going to say the topic. I'm actually not going to get into it at all because I did a couple of episodes ago. Um, but they wanted me to answer the question on whether or not I like to get pursued or I like to be the pursuer. Um, so if you want to know the answer to that question... I do believe it's a, like two episodes ago um, or even last week's episode. Um, so check that out if you want to know what I think about that. Just 
go back in time to a week or two ago and you will have the answer. Um, I also want to start by saying, oh, it's like shaking, right? Um, I am, I, I feel a little low energy today. Um, work calls were a little um, serious today, so it was pretty heavy, um, which is hilarious because before work, I basically had a, a conversation about how I love it and, you know, I always learn so much and, you know, I was accused of like, like being so positive. Right. But like not everything, like I do have this firm belief that like always being positive is kind of toxic, you know, like there's that, that, that toxic positivity, like theory that like you can't always just be positive, be positive, be positive. That's not like, that's not healthy. It's not realistic to expect that from yourself or from anybody else. Um, And so, but what I did say was that um, not necessarily to be positive, but when shit happens, as it inevitably always does um, to everybody, to, um, I think what has helped me, I think a lot of things, okay, let me like organize my thoughts really quick. So I think I I am an emotional person, but I also have the ability to remove myself from feeling things. It's like like it's I've been accused, oh, it's because you're an Aquarius and you guys are cold and you detach yourselves from from shit. But um I also um I don't think it's healthy to like sit in stuff very long. Right. And I think that it's important to try to find the lesson in literally everything. Cause I feel like everything that's thrown your way in life is, is an opportunity for you to learn something and about yourself, about somebody, about life, whatever the fuck, like it's an opportunity to learn something. And I really try to hold that as like the perspective that I keep because I think that if you just shift, like not to dismiss you that you should feel a certain way, right? Like not to just like, you're allowed to feel sad about shit. You're allowed to be upset about shit and and all of that. But be upset, feel the feelings. And then I, I think of something a lot of people don't do after they feel the feelings is reflect and like, like assess themselves. Like, why did I feel that way? Um, how, like, if this comes up again, like, how am I going to, um, navigate that, etc. And that's something that I do like, and I do it relatively quickly. Um, and it's something I feel like I've done for a really long time. Um, so it's not necessarily that I'm in like this toxic, like positivity, always positive, like there shit sucks sometimes too. But I always, 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 always try to find the lesson in all things. Um, and so 
today my energy the whole reason that's relevant is because that came up this morning about being positive and all that and today was a hard day and so i'm not like in this like ha 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 cheery mood currently i know i will be but i literally just got out of work like an hour ago so i haven't had that like wind down time um so here i am showing up I'm going to hopefully talk about something that, I mean, maybe it's not funny to some people watching because, you know, you might be the subject of this content if the shoe fits, you know. Um, but so I want to start with a light thing before I go to like a more serious thing. Um, I recognize that the majority of my audience is men. And so I want to, to make sure that the topics that I choose to speak about include you guys or appeal to who my audience already is. So there's that. Um, but I did ask IG Live and they said... Everybody said that commented, responded that they like the deep shit. So, like, I'm not going to stop the deep shit, you know. So, that's what I said. And um, that's a relief because I'm into that. I am a deep person. I feel like um, that you just got to, it's, I'm a, I think I consider myself an intellect ish. I don't know everything, but I love learning. So, that's where I'm at right now. Um, I want to read a couple of comments before I get into this topic here. Um, sorry if I'm moving in slow motion. Like I said, I am dragging my heels currently. I feel like I need to take a deep breath, like heavy day. Um, Matt asks about my feet. I answer this question every week, Matt. Sorry. Uh, Keith, says you have to learn how to deal with negative but get yourself out of it yes larry says everything does happen for a reason and amen to what you're saying so far so true nice thank you guys for um validating that keith says i'm an artist i'm a tortured soul so i know yeah i mean but that's where like the most beautiful art you know comes from right um and thanks for letting them know where my feet went keith i appreciate you so I was scrolling through um, when Jimmy and I started this podcast, uh, we shared a, um, a notes thing in the notes app in the iPhone because you can like add people to it kind of similar to Google Docs where like you just add editors and they could just all edit it and see it. Um, that has a, a lot of our previous um topic ideas not all of them made it to an episode surprisingly because I'm at episode 115 um and there are topics that we have talked about back then like two years ago um but there was one I don't know if I fully got into it or if I ever really got into it but I thought it was kind of funny because this came up like when I lived in Oregon like years ago. And I that's why I put it in the app. But 
It says, okay, so the article I read back then said that whoever a man is fucking with, um, <laughs> whoever a man is fucking with when he starts to go bald is who he will end up marrying or settling down with. And so I Googled it and I Googled that to see like where the fuck, what article comes up. Um, and this, uh, article actually came out on my birthday, which I think is a little, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, coincidence. Um, I don't know. Uh, that I found this article in. It's a birthday article from 2011. So I'm, so I'm telling you, this shit came up years ago for me. Um, the publication is Jezebel.com, <laughs> which is also funny to me. But it says, bald men rush into marriage because they're desperate and afraid. And... I was talking to uh, my girl, Mylene, who's here in the comments. What's up, honey? Um, and we wanted to reframe that. Um, I would have her on if she wanted to come on because you guys could, you know, meet my girl. Um, and if you want to and have the capacity to, I will send you a link to join. You could do it from your phone. If not, it's cool. Um, so... We were thinking it's a fuckboy thing, but when they start to let themselves go, period, not just when they go bald. Um, she says she's down, guys. Should I bring Mylene on the show? <laughs> um, yeah, I can bring you on for this topic and then um, let you go live your life and then I'll move on to something else. Uh, let's see here. Ba, ba, da, ba. And we can finish this uh, combo copy to clipboard. Um, that's not you. This is you. And there we go. Um, but this article says that that seems to be the takeaway. So this headline is the takeaway from... Today's strange takedown of bald guys in the New York Times says because of the blow to their self-esteem, some balding men simply settle when it comes to spouses. So um, there's less women that are attracted to them because they're starting to go bald, right? And I've always wondered why people say that because there's a lot of dudes who aren't going bald that just shave their head because they like to have just a shaved head. And I think a lot of chicks, like, there's a lot of chicks out there who are into that, right? Or men who keep their hair really, really short, you know? Um, it It's almost bald, but, and I feel like they do fine um, with the ladies. But they said that this article uses Prince William, of all people, as its primary example, making it the case that a receding hairline will make a man rush to the altar. First of all, do you guys agree? Do you think that if your hairline is receding, then 
now there's a sense of urgency, like, oh, shit, I better fucking settle down. Because I think there's a lot of receding hairline ass men, balding men out there still doing fuck shit. But that's me. Um, And it says, is it possible that the 28-year-old prince felt an urge to lock up a commitment from Miss Middleton because his heartthrob status might be beginning to disappear with his hair? Um, I really want to know what fuckboys and former fuckboys think about this. Um, if you're not listening currently and you're finding yourself listening to this while it's not live, um, please get at me in the comments. Um, if you're here now, please comment. Larry says, um, it's confidence, not a hairstyle. So do you think that they let themselves go and then lock somebody down or lock somebody down because they're about to let themselves go? Or does the let, letting go of yourself process just begin to happen when you're in a relationship because you're like getting comfortable, you have to sh- like... I feel like what happens is you switch the time that you would spend on yourself for time to share together. And usually what people do together is they eat, right? Like you come together, you eat, you chill, you're, you're sitting down, you're having conversations. You're not like running and talking. You're not like, you're not having like those deep conversations that really, um, deepen and grow a bond between two people in a partnership or a relationship or whatever, um, you're, those things aren't typically done while being active, right? Like you could, you could um, go for a walk, go for a hike. Those are really good opportunities to have conversations. Um, but most people don't do that. So, Does the letting go happen and then the settle or do you settle and then the letting go happens? And if and when that happens, I don't know. Is it like, do you lose attraction or like what's what's going on here? Like what happens? What do you think? Let me know in the comments. If not... Um, my girl here is going to tell us how she feels about it when she's ready. She's going to give me a thumbs up and then, um, yeah. So add to stream, honey. Oh, hi, honey. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hi, everybody. How you doing? My name is Mylene. I go by Queen Mylene. Follow me on Instagram. I actually have an album that I'm putting out on June 19th, which is also my birthday. I like presents. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were having this conversation like right before I went live on Instagram mm-hmm. and we're like, we think it's fuck boys. I'm trying to join that live and it would not let me. So my- I didn't even see you pop up on it. So um, there's that. Instagram's being a hater. <laughs> totally. Um, tell the world what you think. <laughs> okay, so what part were we on? We're talking about just men in general who have let themselves go. 
Well, specifically, it started with, do you think that men wife up the chick they're seeing when they start to bald? Absolutely. Because it's like, now I got to go back out there and I got to like put my game face back on and start dating again. No one wants to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay, she's cool. I can deal with her. I'm going to just wipe this one up. Whoever. And I, and I said on Instagram, I said, typically I feel like when the fuck boy settles down for whatever reason, whether he's balding, he doesn't want to continue to keep the abs, whatever the fuck reason a fuck boy settles down with the chick he's usually settling with is the dummy that stayed the longest. (laughs) Okay. And no, me too. I have what I like to call <laughs> Queen Mylene's fuckboy catch and release program. <laughs> Dude, me too. I'm like, good luck, Chuck. I feel like. <laughs> and I look at it because, okay, look, people are going to come for me in the comments right now, but it's fine. <laughs> it's because, let's keep it real. I've been acting like a fuck girl sometimes. And when mm. you do that, you attract the like. So yeah. instead of me being a fuck girl with these fuck boys I actually become a stand-up woman I'm like look this is going to be like my this is my good deed for the women of the world one one fuck boy at a time to put them out there and be they're better men now because of it (laughs) but because who else are they gonna listen to yeah my friend was saying like the reason he named me Queen Mylene he's like you people will listen to you people believe you because you're actually being real with them and people can tell if you're real or not yeah you're not real they're gonna be like yeah i'm not listening to that shit you say (laughs) i just feel like what happens is um and let me know if you agree but like usually when like you said fuck boy catch and release program i have been that chick too we both know this um where they come to you as a fuck boy and they better men they're fuck boys but they leave a better man and they're being a better man for the next one Right. And so you're welcome. (laughs) I think that, you know, it happens like, but I do. It's a good thing that they learned and there's some growth there. It just sucks because it like it takes from you too. you know what I mean? For me, though, I look at it as like if the man that I am, who I am calling a fuckboy, who is even a self-proclaimed fuckboy. Mm-hmm. as long as the exchange between us is a positive exchange and I'm getting my respect, I'm okay with that, with, with that energy exchange. I don't just let them completely drain me and then move on. You know what I mean? But like the begs the question, like, does he respect you if he's treating you a certain way? Um, I'm the one who lays the ground rules for how I am treated. So if I'm not treated the way that I want to be treated, I'm out. And you have, of all people, know that I have been mistreated a lot of times. And sometimes I'm just I too, mean, I have too. Sometimes I'm too nice. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm soft spot for a certain person. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I understand. Because for me, a lot of the times, I understand their trauma. Because it's a lot of my same trauma. So I look at it like, let me be more empathetic. Let me be more understanding because I know how that is. Because I've done that to people before too. And instead of me just being pissed off and just being like, all right, well, F you, I don't message you anymore. I'm just like, wait, let's stop and talk about this. Like, let's think about why you're giving this trauma response right now. Because mm-hmm. I'm in a situation where um, a man misunderstood me. 
mm-hmm. thought that I was acting a certain type of way because I was acting like his crazy ex-girlfriend. And I'm just like, look, that's not even me. That's not even what I was doing. And I literally watched him have a moment and just a huge trauma response. And I'm like, whoa, stop, breathe. That's not what I'm doing. Yeah. I care about you. I would never do that. That's not. And once I, you get to that middle ground or once you get to that level where you both are understanding of each other and why I said this or why you said that or why I reacted this way, like we're still human, but I can always admit when I'm wrong. But if, if I'm super not wrong and you're super out of pocket, I'm like, no. Yeah. I think that that's like a miscommunication is like the biggest like reason why people argue right and like shit goes sideways with people and it's like because communication styles um Larry under- left, he's 71 and he has a little hair left but still damn good with the ladies I like that. <laughs> get it Larry That's we're right. here for it get it <laughs> right um but I was going to say just community. This has nothing to do with being bald and <laughs> letting yourself go. But it does have everything to do with um, like what we were talking, what we transitioned to. Um, and sometimes we have to like check ourselves when we react from a trauma response. Versus- but you have to check in with yourself. Yeah. yeah. But like when you also have I to talk to that. each other and like be a safe space for conversations exactly. because they're not always going to be pretty, but like it's in those like, like hard conversations and hard places. Like today's, um, today's one of like the takeaways from today from my work call um, it was super fucking deep. Was the depth of you your, huh? You huh? Took notes. Was that deep? You took notes Fuck yeah. It. I always take notes. <laughs> like I learned so much shit with my job. It's like what I love about it, but like also because it, it, because it's a lot of it is personal development and like forces you to like dig deep. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like, but it's in those really like deep places that you like when you lift the shit when you lift that like wall it's like the most beautiful things come from it right like and it says and the the coach that um that gave that said this earlier his, his name's sean says the depth of your pain will equal the strength of your protection amen you know like that's how thick that fucking wall is you know and like you chip away at it you break and you know, like uh, the light um my friend Veli's girlfriend had posted something and it said like um basically it was a meme and it or it was like a tweet or something that someone had turned into a meme but basically it said i don't remember what it said word for word but basically it was saying that women are acting more masculine because they have to protect themselves and they're paying their own bills and they're taking care of themselves and blah, blah, blah. Like, do you agree or disagree? And I completely agree because I feel like, like, you know, the situation that I've been in, like men have come at me crazy and I had to put them in their place because I need to show them how I'm supposed to be treated. Like, you're not going to talk to me like that. I'm a bow up on you and be like, what'd you say to me? (laughs) Yeah, but it's also like I've also um huh? It's a it's a huge defense mechanism also. Well, yeah, but also I've seen things that like don't tell 
men how to treat you because then they'll they'll appeal to that and treat you that way all the while having like ulterior motives yeah that'll like be shady but like I think that you teach people how to treat you by making sure that you have strong and healthy boundaries that and you teach people how to treat you by how you treat them and how you treat yourself honestly so um yeah Yeah, exactly you're gonna find out (laughs) i can't answer this right now is that loud I don't hear anything. Okay, good. It came through my headphones, so I wasn't sure if it came through the thing. Um, Just your headphones. I'm gonna. Oh, you're getting really quick. Hey, I'm podcasting. Okay. Hi. Sorry. Sorry about that, guys. So unprofessional, but. um, Hey, man, you're human. (laughs) Hey, man, that was like the theme today that was it was all so very human (laughs) yeah well because you know that and then the conversations at the end got into like race and race is always a very like difficult topic because it makes a lot of people very uncomfortable you know I feel like that uncomfort is a tell not necessarily I think too like it makes some it makes people regardless of what color they are or what their ethnic background is uncomfortable not necessarily just because like but I, for white people they don't want to be labeled racist right, right. and right. Then for you know people of color it's like a you're it's a, a sensitive subject because of experiences you know like and and not being safe in 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 verbalizing anything or just physically in certain spaces, you know, and so um, it was a very like I just keep saying this. It was a very fucking heavy day, and um, the last couple have been heavy emotionally and just the subjects that are talked about. Like I I expressed to you earlier about how I really like I really dealt with a lot of things by just putting this reel out that I put out. Because I don't I don't tend to share too much online. Mm-hmm. Like I'll share what I'm doing and like videos and just fun stuff, but I don't really get that serious about yeah. it. And when I saw this reel about suicide prevention, it really hit me. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. Right. It was actually really freeing because it wasn't that long ago that I had these thoughts. And even though I know that it was a trauma response. Like what I was doing was a trauma response. Mm-hmm. It still is a big deal to me because I've had like family message me who have no idea what I went through. Yeah, friends who are really good friends. Like even you, you didn't even know. And you're yeah. you're my you're one of my best friends. I call you my wifey. Like yeah, I even feel comfortable to tell you about it because I knew you would just like. I was afraid. I didn't know how you would react, but I just didn't want. I didn't want you to feel bad. I didn't want you to feel like you weren't there for me. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't want to make you feel bad. Yeah. So that's kind of why I just like left it alone. Because even when we're talking, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, when the fuck did you do that? I mean, it was just a really dark moment. And the only person who really knew about it was the homie Fade. Like he's the only one who I really told about it. Yeah. 
well, I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> and here. you're still here. Hi. You're still here. Um, but really, that was that was me fighting my own demons. That wasn't even me. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. And I always say, like, I'm a queen and I only surround myself with kings. And sometimes a core gesture gets up in there sometimes. It's 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 an accident. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes I don't like to say that something wasn't me. Like, you know, the conversation I was reading with you, I, with you, um, but that I had between my cousin and I. Yeah. And she's like, that wasn't you. And like, clearly it is. So. It's part of you. It's not part all. of you. It's it's not all it's of not you, but it's a piece of you that does right. lie and dwell within, right? And right. like I told you, like we don't even – you can do all the work, but ultimately at the end of the day, what you default to is your – like your programming, you know? Right. Like, and that's – And it's something that we don't even realize we're doing until mm-hmm. we – and it's just like – and when oh, you get out of it, you're like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, Why did I do that? <laughs> like, who am I? Like, yeah. what did that, what just happened, you know? So. When you go through traumatic experiences, it makes you dive deep into parts of yourself that you haven't really seen or haven't really gotten to, like, get deep with or, like, mm-hmm. explore those vulnerabilities. It's a good and a bad thing for some people. Well, but. sometimes, too, it takes some kind of crazy fucking event mm-hmm. or someone in your life to light. come and, like, shine the light. Mm-hmm. And it's all – and sometimes it's – And if the light is coming from you. It's a fucking <laughs> shitty fucking – it's, like, searing hot, like, painful light, you know? It's like a fucking magnifying glass with the sun, like, like burning you like a right. fucking cunt, you know? earlier about like the shame that we have for certain things that we've done right or like for me the biggest thing was moving past the hurt and shame of my trauma because yeah. I was like I let it happen I shouldn't have done this and da, 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 da. right but, like it's good to have ownership and accountability but also hold other people accountable too for their right fun. for their peace in it for sure yeah. um yeah that's I mean that's what it is and then you know, I from like bald, I, balding fuck boys to this. <laughs> yeah, we went from yeah, exactly. I I don't know how that happened, but that's just how it goes when you and I have a conversation. We yeah, start bro. in one place. <laughs> Neither one of us can ever fully finish. Um, yes, we let's, can. I I don't. I, I mean, don't. we get there eventually, but we are both ADHD as fuck. Uh, Ricardo says. What about people who actually have a disease who operate in a part of their brain that is due to the disease? I feel like it's not them that's operating. It's not even a plate, a piece of them. Oh, so to the, to the, it's not you piece. Um, no, I totally, I, I, I 1000% think that that does occur and happen, you know? And Um, people who are schizophrenic. And yeah, schizophrenia is one of those things. Multiple they, personality disorder. They it, they have no clue when the other person taps in. You know, um, I definitely think that that happens. But what I'm like talking more to is like, I'm there. I know it's me. I'm going through these motions. I don't know why I'm continuing to do this because I know better, but I'm not doing better. And that's where I'm like, what the fuck is it that's holding me or that I can't release? Right. 
There was some that I had read when I was in Arizona and you of all people know, like most of Arizona, I was going through it because I was like, I was on the phone with you almost every fucking day. Right. (laughs) Right. I was going through what I was going through and it hurt. It hurt a lot. Yeah. Had to do it. And the reason that I even went to Arizona was an accident and I ended up just being there. I only knew one person in Arizona and I had the most growth that I've ever had in my life there. Mm-hmm. It, for me, it was like, I read something and it said like, it's really hard to accept the fact that it's your fault. Mm-hmm. You are where you are in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's the moment that you accept that and forgive yourself and move on from there, that's when your life starts. And I yeah. that. Yeah, totally. And my older sister, Michelle, who you know, like, we have battles. Like, I'm a Gemini and she's a Sagittarius. We're on completely different ends of the spectrum. We're, like, day and night. And she was just – I remember when I posted that, she's like, oh, look who is taking responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard thing to admit to yourself that that you are where you are. The truth is hard. Exactly. It's a really tough fucking pill to swallow. A lot of and people choke someone, on it. And as someone, you know me better than anyone, as someone who is very hard on their friends when their friends mess up, like I need something that I've been learning is just to give people more grace, even give yeah. myself more grace. Yeah. Because like everyone is just, what's that? What's that term? Oh, everyone's just walking each other home. Like, we're all just walking each other home. We're all just trying to look out for each other, you know. That was my, like, epiphany today when I had that conversation with my cousin. I was like, you know, in the moment of telling a story to somebody and having a really, really vulnerable fucking moment um, that I didn't intend to have, Mm -hmm. I was like, and I was telling her about it, and I was like, what I was also was like, I was like, I was, I felt like I was being judged, but the judger wasn't the person I was telling the story to. It was me. Yeah. I was judging myself. I was holding that projection. That I would, it, it, yeah. So I felt like I was being judged, but because I was on the phone with, you know, that person, I was like, this yeah. person's judging me, but this person wasn't judging me. I was judging me. And it's the, the shame that you hold on to when you're acting or behaving or tolerating shit, that's not something that you have ever tolerated or said you would ever allow. Um, And I, like my brother has told me before too, he's all, you know why you do this? He's all because you judge people and you're afraid that people are going to judge you. And I'm always like, I'm not judging people, huh? Whose brother said this? Justin. Yo, uh, bars. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He's a smart guy. Really but I'm is. like, but I'm like, I'm never he knows you and he knows how to get through to you. But I also when I say I'm not judging somebody. I. I judge me. Someone I'm about to judge them. But <laughs> no, 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 it's not that is I am afraid that people will judge me the way I judge me. So um, that's what it is. Huh? <laughs> No one's going to do that. (laughs) Right. I'm like the worst, the harshest judge for myself. For sure. I'm not like this for other people. Mm -hmm. I'm only like this to myself. Like I'm not kind to myself. I don't 
that's something it's, cr- that it's crazy right because i do love myself and i do think i'm a good person but and you're i think a, i'm a good mom and all you're these a things. hard-ass mexican mama to yourself but i am i also feel like like i'm always like you, you could be better you could be doing better yeah. like you could look better you could all these things right because you're you always like this love yourself for where you are right for now. where i'm at exactly yeah. it's not an easy thing because that's a hard thing for me too like right i'm most hard for me to look in the mirror i'm just like i don't even know who that person is staring back at me and that's hard to face too but now more and more every day when i look in the mirror i see myself again i see me again yeah and, that's how i felt over the last like several months like, yeah and you know me, I've been going through a journey, just a com- just a complete transformational journey. And it's on purpose. And it, I, it hurts a lot sometimes, but like growth hurts. Growing but pain. you have to go through it to get to it. Like, hey, I like that. You know, so <laughs> yeah, go through it to get girl, you know, I always got the bars. bars. <laughs> I be dropping them bars. So make sure you quote me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be quoting you in some raps, but I'm not going to know. You're not going to give me the, you're going to put me on the, you're going to put me on the uh, bibliography. Okay. So it's not called a bibliography. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am a dork. Uh, big dork. It's credits. I'll put you in the credits for sure. I'll give you writing credits. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Think about my P. By the way, guys, Queen Mylene, follow me. And that's Q-U-E-E-N-M-Y-L-E-N-E. Um. Look on some of Estella's posts. You'll see me all over them. <laughs> but um, I She's have... like one of my hype people in the comments. Oh, yes. I'm a hype woman for sure because that's my wifey for lifey. Don't mm-hmm. ever Even though sometimes we really can't stand each other and we be fucking going in on each other. But that's how you know you're my wifey. That's a real friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's for real. Because we'll sit there and go off on each other and be like, I'll talk off. to you later. Off. <laughs> like off. screaming. <laughs> Like, like, like you go you for the jugular yeah. off, but yeah. we always come back and be like, Hey, I love you, bitch. We're good. Thank you for letting me know what you let me know. I just wasn't ready to hear it. We yeah, did. that's what it is. Like, we, we call each other out and like, call each other out. Like, who nobody, the fuck loves to hear that? Yeah, nobody's busy. And we're not nice about it. Never, <laughs> Never. <laughs> we're not nice about it. Never. So it's not nice. We're rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Not- I was saying I have my birthday's on June 19th. I'm also dropping an EP. It's a seven track EP. Um, it's called Love Spells. Hey. <laughs> but hey. Um, I'm also going to be doing a show on June 24th. It's here in San Diego. I know a lot of your viewers are not local, but um, if you're in San Diego and you want to come to a show, DM me. I got tickets for you. And I have a, a few free ones, too. I'm going to do a little giveaway. It's actually an all-ages show, so you and your kids should come. Just say oh, it. Should they? Yes. <laughs> um, her kids are like my kids. I spoil them like they're my kids. But I also yell at them like they're my kids. <laughs> Bitch, please. Anyways. Well, I'm actually way nicer to them than you are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm, um, I'm, I'm cool Auntie Mai who buys them things. <laughs> Anyways, um, what else? What else was I going to say? I didn't finish because we're super ditzy. <laughs> okay. Tired. Finish. 
The show is at Corazon del Barrio Logan here in Chicano Park in Barrio Logan area. I actually live in Barrio Logan. I'm probably the only Asian girl that lives in the hood like this. But Well, love- you're Filipino, so you're the Mexicans of Asia. Hey, man, I'm an Asian chola. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in South Bay. I grew up in San Marcos. I grew up in every area that's fully saturated with Hispanic people, so... It totally makes sense. But it's an all-ages show. I'm opening for Little Pete. And Cruck One is going to be opening also. And it's going to be fun. I'm going to be on stage with my boys. I call them my kings. It's uh, Fladea. Excuse me. He gets really mad when I call him. I know. He doesn't like that. (laughs) I heard him tell you. I know. It's Fladea. F-L-A-D-A-E-H. Um, Lil Big Chewy, <laughs> also known as Smash. That's what I was going to say. I'm trying to get used to the new name because <laughs> I met him as Smash. So, And, and then also D-Shy. Um, I'll give Estella the links and we can like. We, we can add them in the description. Yeah, we'll add them in the description. You guys can follow us. But yeah, please follow. Please like. Um, I'm on all streaming platforms. Queen Mylene. I only have two singles out right now, but I'm about to drop another single in the next week. And the entire album comes out on the 19th. And I'm. I was gonna say, are you making an album? Because I did come across a, a like a reel on Instagram, and it was um, Beyonce talking about how people don't create entire bodies of work anymore they don't do albums anymore they're just dropping singles nope i'm cool i'm old school as fuck because i'm doing a seven track ep and also with an interlude and you know me i'm r&b i'm hip-hop i'm jazz i'm all of the above my first single clouds for breakfast i actually made the beat for and rapped on it and sang the hook so it was just like 100 percent credit to me and it felt good to put out my first single like that because um as you know i've been doing i've been doing music forever i've been mm-hmm. for friends i've been doing features here and there but never really took my own music seriously because it took me a long time to like find my own sound and now mm-hmm. that i it i don't want to stop yeah I'm already working on the next album and the next album is just going to be a complete R&B and soul album. I'm not going to be rapping on it. I'm nice. Actually, I'm going to get, I'm going to get all of my rapping ass homies to sing on it too. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, will see. When is your album drop again? It's on June 19th, 619, which is also Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Also Father's Day. So it you're is. Welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Daddies. Daddies and zaddies alike. I always, well, that's a good uh, topic. Um, are you ready to transition? Sure. Okay. Every Father's Day, I get text messages from male friends, women friends, Thank telling happy me Happy Father's Day. Look, I call my mom and say Happy Father's Day. I, I tell my, I tell, like, I've, I've told you Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Like, Women that are in my life who play the role of both or have in the past have played the role of both, I always acknowledge them on Father's Day. I call my uncles and say happy Father's Day because they were like huge father figures for me. Yeah. I tell my brother-in-law happy Father's Day. And I like one day, I remember, or one year, we were all living together at my mom's house. And I was just like, hey, bro, I just want to say happy Father's Day. And thank you for loving my sister and being a good father too. Mm -hmm. Kids, because you know, like men don't get enough recognition for they don't. Men. Yeah, 
good fathers because I know a lot of men who are amazing fathers who have piece of shit deadbeat mothers. Yeah. And I always give recognition where it's due. Like some of the fathers that I know that are single fathers, I'll say happy Mother's Day to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was well, um, I was gonna ask, does that happen on the flip side? Yes. I I haven't ever told I don't really I mean I might know two guys who like are the sole caretakers or single dads um that do it all by themselves. Mm-hmm. I've never told them happy Mother's Day, but I do always tell them happy Father's Day. But I don't ever expect anybody to tell me happy Father's Day because I'm not a father, I'm a mother. And but I don't want to take away from men who are actually fathers and like doing their their shit, you know, handling their I, business. But I also know your situation personally, so I'm gonna say happy Father's Day to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, it's a it, little, I think it's a case by case basis, honestly. But I don't think yeah. that you should feel bad for someone giving you something just to like give you recognition. It's not taking away from their shine to give you your recognition. Right. Right. So. Well, it happens. And yeah. all you single fathers out there, good on you. Because yeah. I know how it is. I've seen a lot of men have to battle in court to just see their kids. Yeah. Because of whatever the situation is with the mom. Usually just defaults to the mom. Right. And and nine times out of ten, a court is going to take the side of the side mother. Of the mom. Which which sucks for the good fathers that are out there. Yeah. If you're at least out there fighting for for to see your kids and fighting for for your rights as a father, then good on you. Because- and just know that like kids know, like growing mm-hmm. up, they'll know who they'll the know prob- who- they'll know what happened without you having to tell them when they get to a certain age. Absolutely, cause kids, because kids they know. Yeah, they they are receptive. They listen, yeah. and then when shit starts clicking, that's when they're like, "Ah, uh. you know." They, even if they never interact with their father, when they get to a certain age, they'll know whether it was the mother or the father. Absolutely. You know that is was the reason for that. Absolutely. Uh, in my case, it was both. <laughs> like they both played <laughs> part, but. I'm I'm still to this day like trying to forgive my dad for him making me feel abandoned because I was mm-hmm. with my dad out of all of my sisters and I was just like why would you leave me like this like why would you do that and it's not that he wasn't there for me because he's always there for me every time I called him he was there for me like he's bought me multiple cars like in high school and anytime I needed anything he would give it to me but it's not the stuff that I wanted I wanted the quality time yeah for sure and now he's getting older and I'm like, hey, old man, you ain't getting any younger. You're going to be real pissed if you don't fix these relationships with your grandkids and with my other sisters. Like, you need to be more involved. I need yeah. you to. You're 70 years old now. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, do you want me to be your unfinished business? Because I'll be your unfinished business. <laughs> <laughs> hey, trust me, bro. You don't want that shit. You don't want that at all. This is, I will haunt you. <laughs> not in life, not in death. Thank you. Let him know. None. <laughs> Tell him he can call me and I'll let him know. <laughs> Whatever. You love me. Hey, bro, I don't even want those problems sometimes in life. Let me tell you. Hey, love, hate, but mostly love. <laughs> Speaking of. 
Renesme hears you talking every oh. single fucking time. Hi, Renesmi. No, That's... I just kicked her ass out. Oh, dang. Harsh. Yeah. Well, she, that's the fuck her ass gets. So, uh, are you gonna tell the viewers why the cat is Renesmi? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, her name is Renesmi, but we call her Renesmi because she doesn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> like my over here. <laughs> she got all butt hurt because I sent her a meme. It's like. Normal people are like 70% water and like Geminis are like 100% don't know how to stop talking. <laughs> she got all butthurt and she like FaceTimed me and she just sat there all silent. By the way, I sent it to James as well, who was sitting right next to you and he fucking like was like rolling. Yeah. I, and I looked at him like, both of you. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> now I'm just going to FaceTime you and say nothing and just be like, yeah, that's what she did. She just FaceTimed me to sit there, and I was like, okay, well, I guess this is my time to shine. I'll fucking finally get a word in. You fucking call her, and you're like, hey, like I got to talk to you. And I really – Talk to you first. I have to, t- I have to do that. I have to be like, listen, I need you to listen. And even then, when I'm saying shit, it's an interrupt. I'm like, I'm not okay, finished. Look. My peanut gallery comments don't count as interruptions. You can keep They going. are interruptions. Well, and <laughs> I try, but like sometimes if you're interrupting my thought, it gives me the opportunity you know for some other shit to come up. And I, then I go off fucking that. track. Someone else told me that. Actually, Jamani in Virginia told me that. He was just like, as soon as you cut me off, I forgot what I'm saying already. Yeah. Like I um, need, look. I have such gnarly ADD and like I'm constantly yeah. thinking that like, you take me off the train of thought, you put me on another track, and now my thoughts are running this way. I have ADHD, so I'm just doing the same thing. Just right. And it's impossible to have, like, a short conversation because it's constantly, like, there's a lot of times where I, like, just hey, fall I'm back, and I'm like, I won't even talk to her. I'm not going to tell her anything because I can't Look. tell her anything because she Look, has so much to say. going on right now? Huh? I don't like this Mylene bashing going on. <laughs> No, but it's real. Like it's, it's it is, and it's something that I'm actively working on, being more of a listener and not of a talker. Because like, um, another friend of mine told me he was just like, sometimes, like, look, I don't call people about my shit. So when I call you and I want to talk to you, it's because I need an ear, I need a shoulder. I don't need you to tell me this, that, and the other, or tell me your opinion on stuff. Yeah, just like, listen. Let me vent. Yeah, I really value that I am the person that is being called like I, I like that you're calling me and you want to confide in me so I need to show that more by actively listening and not listening to respond or like a lot of times my brain is like just going 100 miles an hour so when you're talking I'm like okay let me just come before I forget it yeah. and that that's really what I'm doing I'm not trying to be rude I'm the same like, way yeah I, so I totally understand that but yeah. I think a, another thing that a lot of people don't do that people should do is that whole like when you call somebody to tell them something or when they call you to tell you something, mm-hmm. like to ask them, are you venting or are you looking for advice? That's good. I should do that. How do I, how do you want me to receive this? Yes. Like what, what is, what is yeah. your goal? You want to just yeah. Are you just. Or do you need advice from me? Yeah. That's good. I'm going to use that. Right. Yeah. Because so, I be- Oh, me, I'm always on my phone. People call me all the time. I have a lot of people who confide in me. And I don't want to make anyone who confides in me feel alienated. Right. I don't want them to feel like they can't come to me because right. 
that is worse to me because I, I like that I'm the person that people confide in because I really do have good advice most of the time when I take myself out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, hey, man. I I'm, feel like I'm that person too. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, You're definitely my go-to. Yeah. And there's just some, there's only that one thing that I was like, I don't even want to tell her this because she's going to feel bad that she wasn't there for me or something like that. And I just didn't want to do that to you. And it wasn't your responsibility anyway. And look, I got through it and I'm good. Yeah. Plus, you know, I'm an absorber. Yes. Like if people come around me with like certain energy, like if you're angry around me, like I'll try to help you out and be positive. But then like the next day, I'm going to feel it. Remember what I happened? I had like I literally had a mental break and I was like I'm not going anywhere I can't do this and you're like all right I gotta go <laughs> yeah I was like I'm fucking yeah. leaving I can't be around you like this the thing I want you to work on just as a woman just as an air sign because like you go with the flow yeah it's to observe not absorb like, I I feel like I do both you need to- I'm an observer as well but if people but there's a certain time to observe and absorb like if you feel that the energy is not a good energy block that off yeah don't absorb it but a lot of times you're so invested in it you're just, you're just like oh no well those are the only people I absorb from right are the I'm, people I'm actually invested I'm, I'm, I'm pretty in much. if I don't know you I'm not ab- absorbing any of your shit right I know like, but I'm, I'm not going at- to a lot of my shit because my a lot of my shit I can't even handle. I don't want you to handle it. Yeah, but I do absorb your shit. And okay. that's why I like over the years of our friendship, I've learned to be like, I need a break from you for like two days. Like I won't and that's you know. fine. sometimes I need a break from your ass too. <laughs> I know. No, I but like we've gotten to that point where it's in okay. our that's we it. we yeah. don't take it personally no. like like i'll talk to you later so, yeah like <laughs> i need a couple of days bitch like don't fucking call me <laughs> yep i'm mad at you i don't want to talk to you right now or don't. i can't i don't have the capacity right. to hold space for you like right. at all so and that's fine because you know what everybody has different capacity levels some people right. can it some people can just be in my face all the time other people are just like i need a six month break from you <laughs> yeah <laughs> know what I mean well and some a lot of people take that personally and I I used to be one of them but now when people don't want to fuck with me however right I don't take it personally now I think about it like okay they can't they don't have the capacity to be what I need or what you know or be here in a certain way for me and that's not on me I don't need to cry about it. It's not like a they don't want to. It's just they can't or they don't want to. Regardless, that's not on me because what's meant for you won't miss you. Exactly. And for me personally, like I've apologized to a lot of people. Yeah. I know that there were times that I was just going through it and I was taking it out on other people. I was taking my pain out on other people. I was just acting out a lot. So I've apologized to multiple people, one being my mom. And I'm like, hey, I'm sorry for my teenage years. (laughs) Yeah. I was just like, I was just acting out. And now that I'm an adult and I see what I did, like, and I see how hard it is to do things on your own. I'm just like, I'm sorry, mom, you did it on your own with three kids. You know what I mean? I haven't, I haven't gotten there with mine. That's a relationship. I have a lot of fucking you will work to do I, to like, absolutely. but I, I real, I recognize that that's like the root of yes. a lot of my shit is that I know that that's the fucking key. 
to like release me from a lot of my shit and it's healing that relationship but it's hard to heal a relationship when you're the only one in the relationship that actually like wants to to do the work right but like about before sometimes like you can do the work without her you can yeah I have to accept apologies that aren't coming yeah and and some like something that I always take into consideration the fact that, like, we have young moms. We were growing up with our parents. Yeah. My mom didn't have, like, the opportunity to even figure out who the fuck she was. Right. My mom was 22 with two kids under two by herself while my dad was underway in the Navy. Like, yeah. I cannot even imagine doing that when I was 22. When I was 22, I had my first one. And that's what I tell my, tell my kids because, you know, I have two you step. way faster than I did because of that. I grew up way faster in a lot of ways because of the way my mom was and the fact that she she had me when she was 20 you know like and the the way that she was you know I'll when I was in college and I was in um one of my programs um a lot of stuff came up around like you are the way you are because your parents are the way that they were and they are that way because of the way that they were raised. Oh, you and, know what? Yes. My grandmother, who is like my mother, apologized to me for how my mom was. Right. And then I'm never going to get that from my grandma because my grandma oh, yeah. doesn't think there's anything wrong with her. But when I look at the way what my grandma's life, who she was when she was five, her dad died. They lived in Mexico City. They were pretty poor. He was their only source of income. She had to start working when she was seven in a tortilla factory, I'm right? Sorry, like, so- thank you for stopping by, Dr. Dizzy. I appreciate you. Um, you know, and then being put in an arranged marriage when she was 15 to a 27-year-old man who, you know, in my culture, women aren't really valued, you know, and aren't treated well. And so, like, my grandma has never really been happy because she's never lived her life for herself, right? And, like, she is the kind of Mexican that they don't talk about their feelings. They just right? do what they do. And she don't tell any of her kids that she loves them. And so then there's my mom who grew up, who's a Pisces, who they need to hear that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Who didn't get that from her mom. The words of affirmation, yeah. Wasn't really... Like, if you're taught or treated like you don't really matter, then that's how you see yourself. And you let people in who don't respect you or care about you. And and then that's how that went, right? And so I try to be really, like, I've told my mom, like, I, I get why you are the way you are. Like, I understand that, and I don't fault you for that. You accept um, it is, but I like, accept you for who you are, but... They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and I think... But what I will never be okay with is, as, as a mom, right, I could never understand how she could allow something like all the shit that she allowed. And then experience came in for me that mm-hmm. rocked my whole, like... Like, to, like, 
I think that the way that I behaved in the couple of months after that was the child in me, right? That was um, brought to the surface by this trigger, this event, right? And so, like, I've really been sitting with this shit all day today because of a conversation I had last night. Like, I've been really, like, examining, like... That's good. That's great. You know, not to try to justify anything, but to try to, like... Because the question is, how could you allow that? How could you continue to... Because you're human. But this is... Like, this is why, like, it's coming to me. Like, I'm just like, it really comes down to this unhealed relationship with my mom and the default that I went to in the moment that, like, rocked me and brought out the little girl in me that had experienced all this, like, abusive behavior and shit from men, right? Right. And so... You know, obviously now I'm like, okay, like I know what happened. The goal is obviously like I didn't, I didn't do anything. Somebody did it to me, but yet somehow I'm being punished right around me for something I didn't fucking do to me and my kids or whatever in the first place. But um you just have to forgive yourself right and that's the hardest shit in the fucking world for me i don't forgive myself for a lot of things like well i forgive you even shit that's not my fault you know like it's just it's hard i know you're human i know you're a good woman a good mother a good person in general with a good heart you always have good intentions like you should be forgiven. You should forgive yourself. I want, like, I think I've told you this before. Like, I want you to love yourself as much as I love you. I know. Well, I always tell people, like, too, I'm like, and I need to follow my own advice. Like, if you could only see yourself mm-hmm. through the eyes of the people who yeah. love you. Like, yeah. The way that. For mom to me. Change, you know. And look, there are, we all have flaws. We all have flaws. Yeah. We're working on as long as you're working on them, I see nothing wrong with that, right? Like, we it's our job. Like, I, I told you this earlier on the phone. I love that you call yourself out before I call you out. Yeah, there are times where I'm just like, Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> I do call myself out, I always like, oh, do. I know, I know, I'm like ahead of it. Like, and that's the thing, like, that's what it's application, it's integration, though, and it's. But you know me, and I have to go through all these fucking processes before I take action. And it it's like over-reflection, right? Mm-hmm. It's like putting off the, mm-hmm. okay, now you have to actually take the steps mm-hmm. that you know you have to take because you've thought about this 50 but fucking billion so times. But you're so precise that you want every step to be accurate. Right. Worth to see that you can do it accurately which is shooting myself in the foot for for in the many aspects of my life right and yes in business ventures or whatever like you're just waiting for it to be perfect it's never it's like having kids everybody's waiting for the right time there's never a fucking right time there's nothing you can ever do to prepare you for the reality of being a fucking parent and having to take care of a little one people are like oh i don't have enough money a lot of people do it without having a lot of money. Right. Oh, I'm not in the right place. I don't own a house. And somehow people fucking do it and raise mm-hmm. well-rounded children. You're never fully uh, prepared to be uh, a parent. 
it, it's the nurturing that they need. It's not the stuff. Of right. course, milk and clothes and shoes and diapers, but like it's not it's not the material things that are going to shape this person. It's the love and the nurturing and the respect that they get from their parent. Yeah. And I feel yeah. both of us growing up, since we had very young parents, we lacked that a lot. And it's not their fault. Like I said, we were growing up with our parents. Right. And that's where I feel bad for my kids because I was 22 when I had my daughter and 24 when I had my son. But I'm like, man, I wish that they had this version of me. They do. But I wouldn't be this version of me had I not gone through the things. So I like try not to the limit to the world. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I have to like I check myself. So I catch myself saying these things, and I'm like, yes, but. And you wouldn't be who the fuck you are today had you not gone through the things that you went through. And you so, told me. And I love who I am today. I love who you are, too. I love you who I am. Like, I love who I'm becoming because I'm not even And I totally am loving who I'm becoming. Like, I'm, I'm falling done. even more in love with myself by the fucking day. This is just a tip of the iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> right. Saying ever since, like, the end of January that I'm Mylene 2.7. And now I'm Mylene 3.1. I'm like Stella 14.3 like I'm like I'm give yourself more credit than that nah I'm like evolving like I feel almost and maybe it's because of where I work and the people that I'm surrounded by absolutely because I feel like my growth from September when I started working there to now is like astronomical yes absolutely so I agree. And it's just uh, the way that you look at things, your outlook on things. You're more positive. Mm-hmm. You're more positive now. Mm-hmm. And um, you showed me that, um, the what's it called, uh, the meme that the president of your company or the owner yeah, of your the CEO. Yeah. Yeah. And she is a light. She's awesome. She is. And it's great to work at a company that makes you feel like you're doing something, like makes you feel like you're making a difference in the world. It makes you feel like you're going to work every day and you're actually learning something, whether it's new people skills, whether it's something about yourself, whether it's about other, you know what I mean? About other I people. work with a bunch of life coaches and aspiring life coaches thing. and authors. And you, know, and-, and you know what I do, you know where I work, like for me, it's. I'm I'm kind of like a life coach too because I still keep in contact with the people that I give readings to. Yeah. Oh, for people that don't know, like by day I work in a psychic shop. Um, I am an intuitive psychic reader. I'm a psychic medium. I do Reiki energy healing, and Estelle's making a face right now because she don't believe me. <laughs> she is no, so I, mad. <laughs> I do get mad because you're my best friend and you're questioning what I do. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not even mad because I know that what I'm doing, I'm watching it help people. And I actually just, um, just caught up with a few girls that I gave readings to like a month ago, actually Mm -hmm. things the day after Mercury retrograde, Mercury and Gatorade, (laughs) right after (laughs) Mercury and uh, reverse cowgirl. Yes. That was my, (laughs) (laughs) I had told them don't make any decisions until after retrograde's over. And now I'm like catching up with all them to see how they they fared through retrograde. Yeah. So it's not like I give them a reading and then I just bounce and just never speak to them again. I actually am invested in some of them where I have a connection with them. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that they're good. Yeah. And the that I've done that is because of, of my friend of Tiffany. 
Mm -hmm. I call her my psychic homegirl, my psychic soul sister slash business partner. And like, it's funny because my older sister gets jealous of her (laughs) because I have a better relationship with her. And I sort of told her one time, well, then be a better sister. I don't know what to tell you. You (laughs) And Tiffany has been there for me in ways that I could never repay. Like help me become the person that I am today. And, um, I, there's no way I could ever repay her. Like the no way. Yeah. The way that I'm repaying her now is that she has three kids and I'm helping run the shop. Like that's my way of repairing, repaying her. But, um, but yeah, like I really love where I'm at in my life right now. I feel really good about everything. And I love where you're at in your life right now too. Like if I haven't told you lately, I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Very proud of you. And I'm very proud proud of you you too. I'm, I'm proud of our growth. I'm proud of our growth as well. Let's keep going. Let's keep going because I say this a lot and I say this a lot to friends, a lot to family, lots of people that I give readings to. Elevation is infinite. There's no ceiling. Oh, for sure. Not at all. There's none. We could be up in the clouds and just keep going. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's how. And I just feel like I've come a long way in a short time. And as once you level up, and you realize what you're supposed to realize and you learn the lessons that you're supposed to, le- to, to learn, they skip you levels. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I don't regret anybody that comes into my life. Cause I, I've like a very firm believer that there, everybody has a purpose. And some people it's a short term thing. Some people it's a long term thing. Some, pe- you know, sometimes it's for you to teach you something about yourself for a reason or a whatever. Thing. Yeah. So that's how I, I feel about that from every single person that has been an integral part of my life, even like even the broken relationships that I've had, even the honestly abusive relationships that I've had, right. I still learned what I don't want and right. I won't tolerate. And I learned what I deserve and I deserve better. I deserve, I deserve more than what I've settled for. And now I'm never going to settle. And something that my mom has taught me since I was a little girl, it was to never settle. Mm-hmm. Like the reason you're upset right now is because you're settling. Yeah. No, what you write? <laughs> you write, mom. <laughs> I hate that, but you write. <laughs> I know. Here, I was gonna say, and I'm sure that's not an easy one to spit out. You're <coughs> left. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. That's my that's word. Say, oh. I always say that. If I think you're right, I'll tell you you're not wrong. So I'm, I'm not gonna about to tell you you're right. And when you I do tell right. you you're right screenshot that shit because i'm gonna look i'm gonna check in, in our inner messages if you ever said that was right <laughs> yeah look find out i did i did tell mac father he was right one time i mean he is <laughs> Nine don't fucking say, say that he is yeah no he's he's he's, he's oftentimes oftentimes he's not wrong and i appreciate that can you just say oftentimes it's, right it's a breath of fresh air <laughs> Hey, oftentimes he's right. Say it. No. Say it. Say it. I'm going to say oftentimes he's not wrong. Hey, we're talking about growth he, here. He already, has, he already has a screenshot. That's fine. He doesn't need audio, too. He made a screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I told him to screenshot something. So if he didn't take the opportunity to do so, that's on him. <laughs> so funny. He probably thinks I'm a from the first night that I met him. <laughs> he probably thinks you're a what? He probably thinks I'm a psycho from what happened the first night. You that were I met. a psycho that night. You were absolutely out of your fucking mind. I went through. A I was like, you guys. Oh my god! I went through a breakup right before you guys' eyes. Sorry for being human. Sorry, not sorry. But yeah, you probably. <sighs> yeah, 
Yeah, it was really bad timing. It really was. And he was trying to be so sweet and supportive. And he like, was. He's like touching my shoulder like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm not okay. <laughs> I was like in the back, this fucking bitch. Right. I was like. And emotion. I was not tolerating. I was just like. That was hard. But um, I actually saw August and his little boo thing. I won't say his name. But <laughs> I. um. I saw them recently. I want to say it was like three weeks ago. Oh, it was Friday the 13th. They came over on Friday the 13th when James was doing tattoos for people. But, oh, okay. But, yeah, they were just both like, Mylene, you, your whole energy is completely different. Same boo thing? Yes. Oh, that's cute. Right? He's traveling it. the world right now. I know. And I've I was been, like. I've been living vicariously through oh, his stories. Oh, same. I'm uh, in to- Italy. Yeah. We had all these plans to travel in 2020, and we didn't get to do a damn thing. We did, we did, we did. I mean, I'm traveling in next month, so I'm excited. In woo woo, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to travel too. I had someone hit me up for a tour, and they're I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to jinx it, but we'll see what happens. Because yeah. my ticket's already purchased, so I'm definitely going. <laughs> hey, so where are you I'm, going? to the bahamas i knew it was an island yeah time she's an island girl <laughs> no 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 Please. why did that song go though <laughs> it doesn't it absolutely does not it's just one of those like it's almost like one of those annoying commercials where you just it's like a train wreck you can't look away it's just so funny <laughs> yeah no i i honestly have not fully seen anything i start to see a clip of that shit and i'm like nope <laughs> I'm not doing this. My I'm not going to get my view. My cousin has purposely gotten that song stuck in my head multiple times. And I'm like, I thought you loved so me. Annoying. <laughs> so annoying. So fucking annoying. Okay, but I love you. And I got to get going. My check-in time to the hotel was at 4 p.m. It's and all it- good. We're wrapping this up. It's already been an hour and 17 minutes. How long do you usually do it? Okay. I do it for an hour. But okay. I uh, I looked at the clock earlier, and it was at one hour, 11 minutes, and 11 seconds. And I that almost was- interrupted you, but you were talking, so. Guys, do you see this? It says yeah. one, one. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, thank you for stopping by and chit-chatting with me. It helped. Today was a day that I definitely needed the, the help because and I, like I said, I'll heavy day. Yeah. Heavy day. So it was nice to have somebody come by and chat uh, with me, normal. lighten it up. But um, thank you guys for stopping by. Follow her on Instagram, Queen Mylene. If you follow me or Side Friend Chronicles, I'm pretty sure she follows that page. You might find her there. Follow so all check all the followers and you'll find her. Um, or just check one of the comments and you'll find me. <laughs> And she will um, be posting, you know, advertisements for her show coming up and her album dropping on June 19th. So make sure you're checking out for that. Um, And if you guys liked having her on the show, uh, let me know and we might bring her back sometime. Ooh. Ooh. Up to the viewers. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Okay. Well, have a good night, everybody. Have a good night.